0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. And today, I sound very stuffy because I've been finding an allergic reaction to spring. I mean, you know, there's some things you just can't avoid. But anyway, this episode is about the Thai Beale Drama Series 1000 Stars, Episode 6 Peeps. I really, really liked this episode. It was a little less what I would call cringe-worthy than the previous ones that I've seen. The episode is about Tian realizing that because he decided to stand up to the people that were milking the tea farmers of their funds, he could he had made it so they could not sell their tea leaves to anyone because no one would buy from the farmers. So he decides with Long Tae, the chief's son, to go to the souvenir shop for the for basically the county in Thailand that they're in or the precinct, and to try to sell the tea leaves there in special custom-made bags that have the name of the person who made the bag, etc., on them, and they really are very popular. They actually get to order from Bangkok for the same um, items. There are is a thousand bags, and so he rounds up the school kids and the villagers come to and they make a thousand bags to sell i think this is kind of interesting because this is about a thousand stars and they make a thousand bags but anyway a little digression there but that evening the school is caught on fire and the bags are destroyed. So all the work that they did making those bags was basically for naught. Although I will say I don't really think it was for naught because they came together as a community they realized they could do something and then they can repeat that. So you know, it's not a fail. But anyway, during the fire, Tien comes to the schoolhouse. No one will go in the building. And so he goes in the building to try to save the bags and ends up getting overcome by the smoke without even reaching the storage area that the bags are in. Um, Chief then runs into the building too, pulls Tien out of the building, and all Tien's holding is the kite that Chief made him. There's a scene before this that you get at the end of the film. I, I think it's kind of interesting that they put like bits of the, of the production in at the end of the episode that are part of the episode. And there's a scene between Chief and Tien where Tien is looking at these kites which he let um, he asked Chief to do school with the kids for one day during this episode while well, he went with a Long tail to the souvenir shop to try to get them the the bags of tea sold at the souvenir shop and I love the scene with Chief and the kids at the school it is absolutely wonderful and I can't even really explain why except it really shows how Chief processes things, and how he also is able to put his guard down around children. The thing that I think is kind of sad about a lot of the BLs that come out is there is not a lot of them that feature children. And I I know that there are many reasons for this. You know, the the stories are about people in high high school, the stories about people in college. Stories about people that do not have children, but at the same point in time, the ones that always do include children, I am particularly fond of because I think the children bring an aspect to the adults which is interesting and makes them more neat as individuals. Um, the ones that I can think of that do have children featured in them would be History 2, Right or Wrong, with Yezzy, and not Yezzy, with um, oh, what's your name? Yay, Yo Yo, and um, she just brings so much to that production, but I am digressing here, but still. And then we also have um, Love by Chance 1 with A's niece, who is also brings things to the production that I think would not have been there if she hadn't been included. And so Chief is with the kids, and I love how he is just standing there trying to be firm and, you know, da 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 very methodical. I think Chief must have been an oldest. But anyway, and at the end of the day, the children want him to ask Tien to stay because they don't want Tien to stay. And they say, you know, Chief, Tien might stay if you wouldn't be so grumpy at him. And, and the she says, you Tien says I'm grumpy, and he says yes. He says you're grumpy, and you always do not make a happy face. And and Chief is sitting there going, "Oh no, I I I put this impression out there, and I didn't mean to do it that way." And so, he um basically answers the children's questions on the subject, and then he promises them with pinky promises that he will ask Tien if he can stay. And I love this scene because Chief is normally so. I would say... Responsible, and it's at this moment that he's like, you know, we we do have to do the math problem on the board. Totally get that, but I'm going to take time, like three minutes, to be with these kids, to make them laugh, to let them know it's okay, and also just to be with them. And at the end of the day, when they're getting ready for the end of this close of the school time, um, he helps them put all their kites on the wall, and basically lets them climb all over him. And that's when Tian and Long Tay come back to the school. And then he's like brushing the kids off like I, I wasn't, a, you know, a human tree here for them. I was, I was teaching them useful things from the uh, math or whatever. And, and I love that scene because it's one of those scenes that you can see how a person interacts with kids. And I love how people will be different around children in a positive way than they will be around adults. And I think that's one of the reasons that this is my favorite episode so far. Um, Tien and Tae come back from their trip, and you can tell Chief doesn't really quite know what to do with Tae and Tien. He thinks that Tae and Tien might be a possible couple. He doesn't know what to think about that. And he also is like, well, Tien would be closer in age to Tae, who is a little younger than him, than he is in age to me because I'm older than Tien. And so you can tell that's all been going through his mind for like the last two episodes, I would say, maybe three episodes. And... At the end of this episode, there's a moment where they're both in the storage room, and they're getting ready to lock up the tea bags, Chief and Tien, before the fire, before any of that happens, they're getting ready to lock up the storage room and go eat some porridge with everyone else in the village. And Tien and Chief have this moment where they're discussing things, and Chief says, I heard you told the children that I'm grumpy, and that I I basically bother you and have a grumpy face. And Tien says, I didn't tell the children that chief but you do so they know that's true and then she's like oh okay and then he's like well you know i'm older than you so maybe that's something that bothers you and and Tian's like i don't i'm not bothered by the fact that you're older than me chief and i'm not bothered by the fact that you're very very blunt he said you know i like people who are blunt. you always know what they're thinking and then he looks at chief like Can you please say what you're thinking? Because, you know, I don't want to say what I'm thinking. Can you say what you're thinking? And neither one of them can say what they're thinking. And it is so funny to watch in this little scene, which, you know, it's funny, but it's also so true, I think, in many different relationships, not just romantic ones. But it's really difficult sometimes to say what you're thinking it's like I was discussing with a student what the word conflict meant and you know all the facets of that and the thing that I think was interesting that came up in that discussion was that a lot of times when people are having conflict or people having misunderstanding there's really nothing seriously wrong in the relationship it's just that the misunderstandings have accumulated to the point that neither party ...can see the other person's side of the the venture, if you will. And I think in the same way, in 1000 Stars with Tien and with Chief, they both care about each other a lot... ...but neither one is willing to take the risk of being basically kicked to the curb if they would admit their feelings... Or, you know, take the risk of possibly having those feelings reciprocated. Because both those ideas are somewhat fearsome prospects in many different ways. And so because of that, neither one of them can move forward. And the doctor is trying to help Chief in this episode move forward. So he basically says, um, Tien, my friend wants some some tea bags from this picture. And Tien looks at, Ch- at, do- at the doctor and looks at Chief and is like, if your friend wants some tea bags, he can't get them, and basically, he should ask himself for the tea bags. And it's basically—I think—that's one thing I do like about Tia. Is he's like, if Chief wants to say something, he needs to say it himself and not have the doctor be his go-between. And I think that is kind of a funny scene as well. I would give this episode probably a seven to eight out of ten because I really did like the interaction between. Tien and the villagers and how they resolve the problem. I also like the interaction between Tien and Chief in this episode, and though they didn't really resolve any of their relational difficulties, I think that they both realized that they were trying to deal with something that neither one had a clue about how to deal with, and I think that that was maybe one of the most important steps that either one of them could have learned in any episode. I'm really looking forward to next week's episode, which looks pretty bloody hilarious to me quite frankly from the prime frame for the preview, um, but where because the school was burned out probably by the basically mobster of the area. Tien doesn't really feel like he should be staying in the village anymore because he might be making the villagers at risk. So Chief has Tien moving with him for a little bit. And that is quite funny in the fact that um, uh, Tien wants to sleep on the floor, which um, Chief is like, no, you're not going to sleep on the floor. You can come to the bed." And he just basically grabs Tien and lugs it on the bed and, and gives him a hug. And I, that scene was pretty funny considering both the characters, character and personalities. I don't know why. It almost made me fall off the couch watching that preview. So anyway, I'm really looking forward to episode seven. There are only 10 episodes in the series, so there will only be a remaining four weeks of 1,000 stars. Um, I'm really hoping they don't kill off Chief. I could see that going either way in this series. I mean, you know, no offense. Um, also, it is in this episode that the doctor and also Long Tae find out that Tien did have a heart transplant. Everyone else thinks that Tien had heart Surgery. Um, the doctor knows that that can be dangerous, and so he's keeping an extra watch on Tien. And also Long Tae found out that Tien has the heart of the previous teacher, and the previous teacher died because he went to Tien's house to get medicine and found her journal on his bedside table and could not figure it out. And so Tien did tell Long Tae what is going on, I also love how in this episode, Tien basically says, you know, this heart of the previous teacher has come back to the village. That is why I'm here. And, you know, I think that really is emblematic of this series about, you know, the returning and the redemption of bad situations. Because Tien, before he had his heart transplant, was an absolute utter... uh, kind of waste of humanity i mean no one is a waste because everyone has potential but he was totally misusing and misapplying any potential he possessed and once he had that heart transplant of the heart of the teacher who wanted to help the people who wanted to do what she could for that village I think that that made him rethink his life. Now, the whole thing about, you know, did her emotions, did her feelings, did her whatever, um, pass on to him, that, you know, is up for debate because emotions, feelings, whatever, that's a part of the mind, but it's really outside of the mind because it's in your thoughts. And so, you know, that's a very, very big digression we could make here, which is way too advanced and, you know, all that to discuss, really. But the idea that, that heart had to return, that that had to come back to the people it belonged to, I think is a very interesting idea. I hope that, you know, it ends well in this series. Don't know. Who knows? But anyway, I also really do like the two actors of T- who play Tian and Chief, or, Pufa, or Fufa, but um, I do say this wasn't nearly as good so far as I was hoping it to be, um, simply because it does have those really annoying, cringeworthy moments, which just drive... and you know maybe they don't bug other people so much but i'm like you know when i like to sit down and watch something i like to watch it when people are being sensible and practical and you know not looking longingly across the room at each other i'm just saying that that really bugs me like you know you have two feet move over go where you want to go but don't just sit there and look at people okay but yeah I'm sorry, moment of, moment, yeah, moment, but anyway, and that is my review of episode six of 1000 Stars. I totally recommend watching this series as it is one of the few BLs that I've seen so far this spring that is actually pretty good, although I, again, those cringeworthy moments do bother me, but I have tried some others that have been coming out this spring, lovely writer, so far, total utter travesty dive bomb and then i've also we're only on episode two though so you know they can pull a rabbit out of their hat still but um also they did come out with Ken and porsche which i didn't even bother watching that one was just uh that was weird and way too many plot lines and way too many characters and way too much you know fighting and craziness but anyway so that one honest, not even going to review because i watched like a promo for that and i was like you know, I really do like um, Perth, uh, what's his name, Perth, the actor for My Engineer, but I just couldn't bring myself to watch it, even though he's in it, because it was like, this is just too much, yeah, mobster meets, I don't know, kung fu fighting, but anyway, so that is not going to be reviewed by Ana, but that's another one that's currently running, I believe, and so the only ones I can really say are, pretty high quality right now that are going on in the BL um, as live productions that are being released weekly would be 1,000 stars. And if you haven't seen it yet, Fighting Mr. Second, I will say um, 1,000 stars you could watch with kids with no problem. except there's one episode involving um, craziness before a wedding, you might want to skip. And then also, there is some issues in that arise in Fighting Mr. Second that you might not want to watch with the kiddies at the very end of the episode. But both of these series, I would feel perfectly fine sitting down with a remote or a fast forward button and skipping those two parts if I had seen them already. Um, I really think Fighting Mr. Second and Number One for you are the achievement of BL for this season I mean, the, the quality of these productions is much better than the other BLs I have seen this season. So if you were if you did like, like Love by Chance 2 that came out here this last autumn slash winter, then you will definitely, I think, like uh, Fighting Mr. Second. It's of the same kind of col- caliber of quality as that, except in many ways, I think it's It's not better, but it is different. Um, I really like Taiwanese drama and the way that they look at the world, especially when it comes to their BL drama. And I also like Thai, don't get me wrong. But there is something that just, it really clicks with me with the Thai drama, our Taiwanese drama, and how the characters are. I find more relatable even than the Thai drama, which is saying something because I totally, totally, totally love certain Thai dramas. But number one for you and Fighting Mr. Second, if you have not seen them, they are on Tencent Video App or WeTV App. Definitely get your subscription and watch those if you like BL Drama because these are very high quality Very interesting storyline, and I am totally, totally hoping next Friday comes fast, because I want to see episode two of Fighting Mr. Second. Now, I will say there is nothing in um, number one for you that you could not watch with your kids, really, except maybe there's a couple of references to underwear you might not want to um, have to discuss with your children. But really, those I've considered very minor. And then also... A number in fighting mr second there's really nothing that you would have to skip except at the very end there is a scene between gao shidi and sao shui that you might not want to have to have in front of the kids but again most people would not have a problem with watching these with their kids i'm just uber careful with what I consider kid-friendly and Anna-friendly, so that makes me uh, kind of weird, but I would say both of these are rated like PG in material, and you could definitely sit down and watch them with any age group, except you might want to skip a couple of scenes, but again, very minor. Also, if you are into BL for the spring, check out To My Star. It's on Vicky Rucatan. It is an awesome production as well from uh south korea as well as color rush but really this spring um color rush to my Star, and um fighting mr second number one for you those are the top picks in anna's opinion for quality production good acting and limited sound effects and so those are the ones i recommend i do know that in south korea they're currently releasing Um, you make me dance, but I have seen the first two episodes of that and I find it kind of, um, the storyline just doesn't, you know, it's just not my thing. It might be for someone else, but it's just, yeah, not my thing. It's about a debt collector who falls in love with a college student who's a professional dancer. And really, uh, Anna just doesn't really ship debt debt collectors. I mean, no offense. I know we have to have them, but I don't think we should threaten people for money and I don't think we should end up with people who do. So this kind of makes this story a little difficult for me. So anyway, I will probably finish watching that series and leave a review on it just because it is from South Korea. I love a lot of South Korean drama, but you can definitely check that out. But number one for you, um, are we best love the series? And Finding Mr. Second of the Rebest Love the series, Color Rush and 2 Star are... Some top BL dramas that you would definitely want to check out, along with a thousand stars, although a thousand stars is down there on my list compared to those others just because quality is not as good. So with that Anna out, and that was my review of a thousand stars episode six. Check it at the round table. Bye.